Michael Swickert here. Welcome to Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Our award-winning Hatch Green and Red Chili. Well, it's brought to you from locally owned farms in Hatch, New Mexico, which we all know is the chili capital of the world. New Mexico, like most states in our United States, has some town names that are, how shall I say, a bit unusual. I was asked about the town on I-40, almost at the border with Texas. That's Tucumcari, which is the county seat of Quay County. Two very interesting names, don't you think? Tucumcari and Quay County. Let me first tackle a New Mexico county named Quay. It was named for Pennsylvania U.S. Senator Matthew Quay, who in 1902 worked to get statehood for New Mexico along with Arizona and Oklahoma. His support did not work out, but during the territorial legislative session, January 28, 2000, uh, 1903 that is, Senator Quay was honored. Then territorial New Mexico Governor Miguel Otero II, the 16th governor of New Mexico, really wanted statehood, so he pushed the county name for Quay, trying to encourage him to keep helping us become a state. Now, one thing about the Quay name, Q-U-A-Y. U.S. Senator Matthew Quay received the Congressional Medal of Honor for Heroism at the Battle of Fredericksburg in December 1862 during the Civil War. He was a colonel in the 134th Pennsylvania Infantry. He personally led an attack. <clears throat> so, Tucumcari is a name that millions of travelers on Interstate 40 notice either just before going into Texas or just after leaving Texas on I-40. The Chicago, Rock Island, and Pacific Railroad constructed a, a camp, a work camp, in Quay County as they developed the Intercontinental Railway system that went east coast to west coast. For reasons that were not documented, the area was called Ragtown for a while. A little later, the construction camp got the name Six Shooter Siding, due to evidently some gunfights. Evidently, the construction crews were just a little bit feisty. As more and more buildings were constructed to handle the railroad development, it was most often called Tucumcari, which came from a nearby mountain called Tucumcari Mountain. Now, the mountain's name might have been from a Comanche word, but some historians note it might have been tied to an Apache story, but we just don't know. Let me continue with the story of Tucumcari. There were, 20 years earlier, a small settlement in that area called Liberty, about three miles north of the present uh, town. And during that whole area and around there, there were people that camped there and worked there, uh, cattle and sheep operations, but the real increase in people to that area coincided with the coming of the railroads. Now, one thing is for sure, just like the unique New Mexico name of Truth or Consequences, which best I can tell is the only name in the United States, that name, and you can see it on the New Mexico map, I believe Tucumcari is also a unique name to New Mexico. Are there any others? Well, there's others. I mean, let me give you an example. There's Carrizozo, which is 60 miles north of Almogordo, and I don't know in any other state any Carrizozos. 
Now, one of these podcasts, I'll give you a rundown of unusual New Mexico names, so stay tuned. Oh, yes, I had one more Tucumcari story to tell. At one time, it was in 1982, quite a while ago, 40 years ago, I was doing some research about school pictures. The California company that did school pictures was trying to get better sales out of the school pictures they had shot. Right then, there was about half the kids were buying what was taken with a long roll camera. So we were researching verbal commands for effects. We had a normal long roll camera, and on top of it was a video camera to record to see if we just missed the shot, didn't hit it at the right time, or it never was there. And, and we try different verbal commands. We had to take about two pictures every minute because if you had about 500 kids in a school, that's 250 minutes of shooting uh, along with setting up and changing classes. So we had to hustle along. You only had time for a student to walk up to the picture stool, sit down. We would frame the picture and then give a command for effect. And we found that the best statement was a sociological statement like, hi or how are you? And the answer was easy. The expression was pleasant, which we hypothesized would get more buys. Since 40 years ago, the school pictures were a good place for parents to get Christmas pictures to send to relatives of that student. If you said, say fuzzy pickle or something like that, the expression we found was not quite so good and sales would suffer. Now, in Tucumcari one day, a tough-looking hombre in the fourth grade sat down in the stool and he announced to me in a loud voice, I've got a constitutional right not to smile. I looked at him and said, you got it, bud. Do whatever you want. He relaxed and had a pleasant expression. I took the picture. Later, when I was loading my equipment into my car's trunk, he came up and thanked me for not making him look silly. Yep. That's what I thought of school pictures when I was a kid. They were just trying to make me look silly. They'd say, like, show more teeth. Well, I didn't want to do that. Anyway, when I'm in Tucumcari, which I've been there from time to time, I still think of that fourth grader who now must be about 50 years old. Hope he's still doing well and still has a constitutional right to not smile or smile if he wants to. P.S. We did increased the buy rate nicely, so it was a good research study, and I enjoyed a couple years of driving all over New Mexico taking school pictures. Michael Swickert here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Hit subscribe if you'd like to automatically get these podcasts. Now, the name Garrett in New Mexico is tied to two people with very different stories, but they are related. Patrick Floyd Jarvis Garrett was an Old West sheriff who at different times was sheriff of Lincoln County, New Mexico, or later sheriff of Doniana County. He's most remembered as the lawman who captured Billy the Kid and later when Billy escaped jail by killing two guards, Pat Garrett and two deputies hunted Billy down and then the resultant gunfight ended Billy's life. But there's another Garrett in the history of New Mexico, I want to talk about her. Elizabeth Garrett, Pat Garrett's daughter. That's Elizabeth Garrett, and she was blind. We have a statement from a county judge in Uvalde, Texas, and family friend. That's where Pat Garrett was living at the time, was Uvalde. But this family friend, John Nance Garner, and you probably know that, 
best known as Cactus Jack. He is at one time Speaker of the House of Representatives, and at another time he was Vice President of the United States under Franklin Roosevelt. Well, John Nance Gardner said that Pat Garrett gave young Elizabeth everything to make her happy and made quite a musician out of her, which I had not heard until I read about that. That's, that's very true. I was thinking about Elizabeth Garrett right now, the blind daughter of Sheriff Pat Garrett, because around this time in 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico, where she was living, she took a bad fall and died. Now, if you grew up in New Mexico, you may have learned the state song. It was O Fair, New Mexico. That was written by Elizabeth Garrett, and in 1915, just three years after New Mexico statehood, she was at the San Diego World's Fair working there, performing a number of songs in the New Mexico Pavilion. Visitors were taken by her wonderful voice and the words of this song about New Mexico. She was known at the time as the Songbird of the Southwest. She gave concerts around the United States and would talk about how wonderful it is to live in New Mexico. So it happened during a legislative session in 1917 that she gave a performance of O Fair New Mexico to a combined legislative chamber of the New Mexico House and New Mexico Senate. After the song ended, a motion was made in both bodies of lawmakers to make O Fair New Mexico the official song of New Mexico. It was adopted by acclamation, no dissenting votes, so it was one minute. It wasn't, and the next minute it was the official song of New Mexico. One more thing, Elizabeth Garrett developed a friendship with blind author and activist Helen Keller, and they both talked together and separately about the needs for blind citizens in the education and workforce. So sadly, at age 62, it was at this time in 1947, that while living in Roswell, New Mexico, Elizabeth Garrett took a bad fall on a city street, and unfortunately, she died. Michael Swickard here with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, sponsored by the Fresh Chili Company in Las Cruces, New Mexico. Again, you can hit subscribe to automatically get these podcasts. Um, someone else who died at age 62 after a long career in public service was Joseph Montoya, who was born in New Mexico. Well, often he was known as Little Joe Montoya, but that was not, that they were, they were pointing out he was a pretty powerful person. He was twice the lieutenant governor of New Mexico. He was elected at age 21, the youngest person elected to the New Mexico legislature at that time. And he was also in the U.S. House of Representatives, and he was a U.S. Senator for 12 years. September 24th is his birthday. He was born in 1915 in New Mexico. One point of history, and this is kind of an interesting point, Joe Montoya was on TV a lot at one time because he was one of seven senators on the bipartisan Senate Watergate Committee. And so we saw him a bunch while they were investigating the Watergate break-in and Richard Nixon. Let's talk some taste. You can turn your next barbecue into a fiesta with the Fresh Chili Company's Hatch Tequila Lime Barbecue. Boy, doesn't that sound good? It's made with 100% certified hatch chili. Authentic Mexican flavors of tequila and lime transform the bold flavors of the hatch chili into a cookout favorite. 
create excitement in every bite at your next barbecue, your backyard barbecue cookout with Hatch Tequila Lime. And I'm telling you, I, I really like this stuff. It's good. You know, I have to tell you, I actually like all these things. I like them a lot. Now, there's a local honey with Hatch Red Chili that is really good. Hatch Hot Honey, sweet and spicy. And the Fresh Chili Company makes this product by infusing real sun-dried Hatch Red Chili into 100% local, as in Mesilla Valley honey from the clay shoot farms. It, uh, it is a wonderful honey, and I have to tell you, it is something that I have found to put on a lot of things. So they infuse this honey with red chili. This hot honey is thick and reach, rich with just enough heat to make everything on it better. It's got just a little kick, not a whole lot. Me, I like it best on sourdough homemade biscuits. Of course, I like all biscuits. Now, one thing that happens when people live in... Las Cruces or happen to be in our little slice of paradise, they can come into the Fresh Chili Company's gift shop at 1160 El Paseo Road, Suite D7A in Las Cruces. It's open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. There are lots of good things to see, and uh, it is just a great thing to do is to Go there and see all the things that are available. You can look at them. There are some frozen things. There is all sorts of red chili and green chili jars that are just wonderful. And uh, I, it's one of the places I'd like to walk through and look from time to time. Uh, come by the Fresh Chili Company gift shop when you're able to. There is a big sign over the entrance saying the Fresh Chili Company. This is Michael Swickard with Enchanting Stories of New Mexico, brought to you by the Fresh Chili Company. I want to thank you for your time today. We will have lots of news and stories about New Mexico. On Mondays and Fridays, we do stories about culture and history. On Wednesday, we, every Wednesday, we talk about people. And so if you have something or someone you want me to talk about, you can write to me, michael at freshchilico.com, michael at freshchilico.com. Tell me about something you would like to hear about or someone you would like me to investigate. So have a great rest of your day. Oh, yes, and eat plenty of that good Hatch Valley chili. Like I always say, some chili is good, more is better, especially if it's Hatch Valley chili. Bye for now.